0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the TFR podcast. We have just watched a thrilling Bahrain Grand Prix, the opener to the 2021 season, where we witnessed uh, Verstappen and Hamilton going head-to-head finally throughout the whole race with a fascinating strategic battle and a a cat-and-mouse chase at the end of the race. And um, I'm joined by Chris once again today. And Chris that is just a brilliant the per, almost the perfect way to start the season with potentially the two title rivals going head to head
1: yeah this is what we've been waiting for quite some seasons um, I believe the last real challenge Hamilton had was of course we have had uh, Vettel some years ago mm. but I think Rosberg was closer to Verstappen than Vettel is in like mm. the way that Rosberg didn't mind if he was going to crash if he crashed Hamilton out as well I think Verstappen would have thought
0: the same today absolutely um, it was a brilliant race uh, to to watch for the moment I mean uh, it, it's a, for, I think for the majority of the race it was a bit of a Marmite race, you either like it or you don't with the kind of the strategic uh, element to it but um, personally Chris I, I did enjoy the fact that we had more pit stops, I was quite surprised to see it I, I was expecting, oh it's going to be a usual one stop strategy today but there was absolutely loads of to them today
1: yeah, I was quite surprised by it as well. I mean, was it a two-stop that most teams did? I believe it was. Yeah, it?
0: it was a minimum two-stop. With I think some yeah. teams even did free.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's quite nice to see. Actually, we've been we've been getting used to like absolutely stone hard tires by Pirelli, who don't wear at all. Uh, mm. And it's quite nice to see some wear in the tires again. It's quite nice.
0: Absolutely. Well, we will dive straight into the main talking point of the race. We will then go into a bit more detail of the story of the race, if you like, and um, maybe ranking some of the drivers, but we have to start, Chris, with the whole, the titanic battle between Hamilton and Verstappen. They hyped it a lot, this race, they hyped it up a lot, should I say, and um, it did deliver in terms of, we got that kind of finale, if you like, where it was really two guys in equal machinery, pretty much. And they were just going hammer and tong against each other. What did you make of the 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 battle between them in the race today, Chris? And uh, d- what's your take actually on that that key moment? So, for those who haven't actually seen the race, I'll just quickly explain. Um, Verstappen finally caught uh, uh, Hamilton after losing time earlier in the race for multiple different reasons, and he finally caught him with I think I I might be wrong in this, but I believe five laps to go. And then um, chucked it around the outside into turn four, and um, well, there's a bit of runoff, and he went all four wheels off the track after passing Hamilton, after getting a bit of a swapper on the exit, and had to give the position back. What was your take on it, Chris? Do you think it was the right call from the FIA? And just in, what's your general opinions there?
1: Well, I I was watching the race downstairs with my parents, and as we are a Dutch family, you can mm. imagine the yeah. hype going round. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as I saw him going round the outside and I saw four four wheels off the track, I immediately shouted, "That's that's uh, leaving the track and gaining an advantage." Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want Verstappen to win, I really mm. did want him to win, but it's the it's 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 the FIA. I mean, it's it's the rules. Uh, yeah. Of course it's the ruse, but it's a bit bitter, as Lewis Hamilton basically did that for like 30 laps. Going y- yeah, we yeah. the track, gaining an advantage and not getting penalized by it. And then, well, an overtake is a different thing to leaving a track and gaining like a 10th advantage. Mm. It's still a bit weird, and I think that race control really... The ones who lost today was race control. Mm-hmm. Um... It was a really weird call by Rage Control not to give a penalty for that.
0: I think this is the big talking point, Chris. Um I think when watching it they didn't really say that. Um, I felt. Um I don't know what it was like on Dutch T V if they were saying it, but like on Sky in the UK they were they kind of uh they were s- in the moment they were kinda of like, mm, he might have to give that back and then suddenly he did but what was it like on Dutch TV were they specifically like saying you know oh that, that he's going to have to give that back or were they just going crazy
1: they were um, Oh, I believe it was a lot of shouting by our Dutch commentator yeah. and then they've entered like the second straight the back straight if I'm correct uh, and Verstappen slowed down mm. and the commentator um, thought that Max had a problem with his car he didn't he didn't think that Max would give the position back, so then he shouted that Max just got a problem, which mm. wasn't it wasn't true. <laughs> um, but no, there wasn't there wasn't really too much talking about the uh, leaving the track and gaining an advantage um, during the overtake. Mm. I believe a lap or a lap and a half later, when the replay was shown, they explained it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that is interesting. Um, I'm. I mean, my personal take on it is that in the moment I thought, you know, yeah, they kind of, they had to give it back because it's all four wheels off the track. But I think now after digesting the race a little bit more and the whole thinking about the whole thing of track limits beforehand, I have the opinion of that, you know, how can a driver on any other lap be going almost the same line? Um, obviously they're not making a mistake going out there they are actually using that to gain time or or why would they go out there and the thing is Max had got the move done he was ahead of Hamilton before even like halfway through the corner he'd done him on the brakes and obviously he's gone wide and it's actually the, I think it's the correction on the steering wheel Chris um, that then results in him actually going fully all four wheels off the track and I'm just off the opinion now I mean it's happened <laughs> we can't do anything about it but it, it was harsh I think it was harsh for them to be like right that's it you've got to give the position back straight away um, but equally though Chris there's another layer to this I think they screwed up massively on where they let Hamilton back through and also picking up the marbles which we then obviously know a couple of corners later he had an almighty moment what was your take on that
1: well, um, I I do think that it well it was harsh, um, but um, it's both wrong. It's it's uh, I mean Hamilton was wrong but didn't mm. get penalized for it, and Verstappen was wrong as well, and well almost got penalized for it. Yeah. Um, but it was a rightful penal uh, p- penalty. L- let me I would say just it's it's rightful for them yeah. to say that he needs to give the position back, but for mm. Lewis Hamilton to not get any warning or anything that's a bit weird Red Bull even had like that team radio where they said to max like "Yo, Lewis Hamilton's been uh, extending the track the whole race long Mm. just go for it just do the same and they'll tell you when you can't do it anymore Um,
0: but I was just going to say Chris but then all of a sudden because Red Bull flagged that up Mercedes then went on the radio to Hamilton saying oh you know the FIA are now looking into this but it took Red Bull to say that which I feel... You know, there's a bit of a... There's a bit of a... Uh, muddy water, if you like. Or, you know, a bit of inconsistency, I feel, with a little bit of this.
1: Yeah, that's... It's... it. That was really poor by race control. I mean... They... They... You even saw, like... Replays from the directors. Like, the director's cuts. Where you could see that... Lewis Hamilton was exceeding the track. You could easily see that he was exceeding the track. And mm. still, they didn't do anything. It was yeah. really weird for them to... Only start looking into it after that we called it. I think that's yeah, a bit poor.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that, and it's it's obviously the, it's the main talking point of the race. So we we are going to have probably you know it, it it's I think it wasn't a clear cut thing, and um you know I I just feel the way and it was a, it was a combination of errors there. I think like Max has got to go for the move there because he's on the outside. But equally, and uh, you know, you might agree with me on this, Chris. There's almost a little bit of an impatientness with Max, and we've seen this before. And obviously, again, like I say, he was alongside, and he's going to go for the move. But you wonder, Chris, whether he should have maybe waited to the next lap, got him down the start-finish straight, because he was right on his tail.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I think that's that's always been a thing with Max Verstappen. He's just that he's just lacking that bit of patience that really makes him an even better driver because mm. in my opinion he's, he's ma- one of the best, maybe the best drivers on the grid um, but he's just lacking that bit of patience that today resulted in w- once again not winning the race and if he mm. just had that lap more patience and he would have been able to overtake him into uh, turn one it would have been an easy move done and dusted and he would have won, uh, won the race easily Mm. Um, But now here we are Talking about his overtake Around the outside It was was a good overtake Yeah, yeah I mean It it takes a lot of courage To keep the car Around the outside A lot of balls, balls. yes (laughs) Yeah You need balls of steel Yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then again It's just It's a good overtake But Yeah He could have
0: won it But it's almost a little bit like It's everything or nothing Um, That kind of move around the outside And the thing is you know, if if the FIA were a bit kinder, they probably would have allowed allowed it. But they were quite hot on the heels on that. When normally they take laps and laps to make a decision, and a matter of corners later, they had already made their mind up. But um, we've we probably uh, covered that moment, if you like. But it was a it was a great uh, final ten or so laps of the race, and it all came about because of the strategy. Mercedes had really, they were really aggressive today, Chris, in terms of their strategy, um, and going on this, uh, they were, they, I mean, they undercut Red Bull twice.
1: Yeah, it's, its well, it was, it was weird to see Mercedes on such an aggressive strategy. Mm. Like, most of the times, well, we know, well, from what we're used uh, used to, Mercedes, most of the times, is the one being hunted. Mm. Now today they were the hunters. It was weird seeing them in that position, that role. Um, I think they did well with those aggressive strategies, and I think they maybe even had Red Bull in a pickle. Uh, Red Bull were in a bit of a pickle at some point, I believe. I believe that if they, there were maybe, there was maybe a better way to go around the strategy from for Max, mm. and he could have won the race if they just did it differently.
0: Well, I think uh, Chris, um, there's there's two other in total. There's four critical errors uh, from Red Bull and Max today, and the the other we've already said two, and the other two for me. I mean, well, it's not an error and such; it's quite unlucky. But when you think about the whole Perez thing at the start, um you can kind of almost count that because it actually cost them a lap at the end because of the extra formation lap who yeah. which who knows, who knows what could happen with another lap of that kind of race but also is like we were saying there about the strategy uh, in that first stint uh, when Hamilton undercut Verstappen, there was one lap where he was three seconds quicker and I don't care what strategy anyone's on if you're losing three seconds a lap you're clearly on the wrong strategy Chris
1: yeah, yeah and um Oh, and Red Bull's got some great strategists in their team, yeah. and I was really surprised by them to not call it and just wait, because if you're losing three seconds on one lap, mm. you're going to lose even more on the next lap. Yeah, it's 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 weird for them not to ha- uh, not to call for stepping in, and giving on a pit stop, and well, those three seconds did cost a lot. Would have uh, been the difference between a race win and second.
0: Absolutely, and um, it was a combination of errors today, and. Um, those errors aren't really what Mercedes do, you know. They don't make much errors with, especially with Hamilton. And you know, if we want this fantastic title fight throughout this season, Red Bull cannot have more days like today. Because I think we could actually say, uh, Chris, that over the course of the weekend, you know, Red Bull should have won today. They had the quickest car, um, but I, I, f- I think, Chris, that they, they just made just way too many errors and almost. Could you, could you almost say they gifted it to Mercedes?
1: um uh well gifting it to Mercedes is quite a bold statement I do <laughs> think it's their race that they've lost they've lost mm. the race they didn't win a p2 they've lost the race yeah you could almost say that they forgot how to be in a title fight yeah they've forgotten how it was to be in a title fight I mean if it was the red bull from like 2012 2013 those mistakes wouldn't have happened. wouldn't have happened mm. it's just they were. They are so used to being the hunters and so used to doing it like give it all or nothing. And they've now got the fastest car. Yeah. Arguably. They've now arguably got the fastest car. Uh, So now they've got the show for it. Um, They didn't show for it today. They did show it throughout the weekend with like the fastest laps. An amazing qualifying yesterday. Um, Four tenths is a lot. and um, It's such a shame for them not not to have a... Sunday after an absolutely phenomenal Saturday.
0: Mm. Absolutely, Chris, and um, I totally agree with that. Um, we will now run through the teams in, in terms of ranking them. We're going to make this a regular thing after in every race review podcast. We will rank the uh, the drivers from each team, and we'll wor- we'll work our way down team by team today. And um, Mercedes. Um, you know, getting the job done today. They weren't quite as strong though with Bottas today, Chris. Um, the was it the the pit stop that was the fundamental thing of what threw it away for him? Um, yeah, the pit stop was quite
1: a stinker by Mercedes. Mm. Um, but having said that, the first lap of Bottas was absolutely woeful. Yeah. Um, I believe he was fighting with what was it the McLarens and yeah, and the He and... got mugged by the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he got beaten by... I mean, he's got to step it up. And I think the first lap was like a statement for the rest of Bottas' race. Mm. Completely invisible. He was absolutely invisible. Didn't do anything spectacular.
0: Yeah. Although he got on the podium, it was just a bit of a... An average kind of race for Boston today, which is not what he needs. He needs to be right up there. And obviously, he wasn't helped by the pit stop, but it was pretty average. So, uh, we said about Lewis. What are we going to give the the two drivers, uh, Chris? What what like alphabetical grading would you give Lewis today? An A or an A plus?
1: I would say, I would maybe. nah, it's it's between an A plus and a and just a regular A. Mm. I mean, he's 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 had an absolutely faultless race mm-hmm. um, but to give an A plus I would say that the drivers got to do something absolutely out of this world and well it was really impressive, impressive what Lewis Hamilton did but he didn't go from like 6th to 1st with an ex- a lot of extra time mm. uh, I would just give him an A a really good race but not something absolutely spectacular
0: yeah, I would agree with that. I'd also say with that, um, Chris, is that he he was good today and he made that strategy work when, I, at one point, I thought they were going to have to pit again. Um, but I feel he won today more because of Red Bull's errors. So, um, so I would agree with that. So we're going to go for an A for Hamilton. Bottas, um, maybe a D? I mean it's a tough one but wh- what do you make of Bottas's race today oh uh,
1: although he was quite invisible he was he was really unlucky with that 14 second pit stop was it
0: mm, was yeah it? yeah it was long it was really long
1: it wasn't 14 seconds but it was it was way too long um um he did overtake a couple of people though I remember we didn't yes. see it on live television but looking at the tower on the left you could see him overtake some uh, somebody sometimes um I wouldn't go as far as a D, I'd maybe yeah. say C+, plus or something like that.
0: C yeah. C to a B. I would probably agree. He did get faster lap as well, so, yeah. when you put it into perspective, he only dropped two points to Verstappen, which is kind of yeah. crazy to think about, um, and quite brutal on Max. Um, but yeah, we'll go with a C. Um, Max, what are we going for this, Chris? He, 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 he should have won today, but, so you can't give him we can't give him too high of a thing but equally you know it's again it's a tough one how do you grade someone like that what would you go for
1: I would I would would actually say an A because Mm. he didn't become second because of his own shortcomings yeah it was like the team that screwed him up um I would I would say an A because and he still put on an amazing show um I'll I'll just give him an A really yeah I mean yeah even though it maybe was his race to win, and he lost the race, you could you could say that he's lost the race, he's lost his first position, mm. um, he still gave us an amazing race to, to watch, and, well, a good preview of, of what's hopefully to come this season.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I think you you almost can rank Hamilton and Max on the same level, because when you think Max twice had to hunt down and catch Hamilton... It's pretty impressive. You don't see many people and obviously there's the car element, but it's pretty impressive of uh, the way he, you know, managed to claw that gap down twice. And um and yeah, so I think Hamilton and Max the same with an A I would agree. Perez um he obviously broke down on the way to the to the grid, had to start from the pit lane after a poor qualifying, but um a pretty good Uh, well I say pretty good a very good um, recovery drive going from the pit lane to fifth in the end Chris Um, is this uh, is this an A plus or is it maybe not because of the car and because he's done it before what's your take Um,
1: I I wouldn't give it an A plus because he's not on the podium if he was on the podium it would have been an A plus in my opinion he's done Mm. something absolutely phenomenal Um, definitely an A but an A plus is maybe a bit a stretch too far and it's nothing nothing like he's not good enough but an A plus is really something I would only give to absolutely amazing performances Mm. and this was a really it was a a really good performance but because he wasn't on the podium that's like the only thing holding me back from uh, giving him an A plus well I don't yeah
0: he was good um, I would almost say like the A plus is almost like the driver of the day if that makes sense um, yeah. if, we're, if we're gonna go off that because if we judge it around like race by race I mean we may see an A plus only once or twice in the whole season <laughs> um, but uh, but no I he, he was he made a good recovery drive today and um, I think it's promising though for Checo Chris because you know it proves that it's not obviously again the red bull is bloody quick that we're not getting away from there, but he he did manage to you know if it we've seen with albon and Gasly when they were there, you know they can have a poor qualifying and then they just don't even end up working their way up the order, but this is perez's first race and he managed to get p five which in from the pit lane I guess it's not too bad, very impressive uh, indeed. Um next up we've got mclaren. Um. Um, Norris is the first one up on the rankings I'd actually give this an A star Chris and I know you're probably going to disagree with me but um, but I think a fourth place for McLaren after f- fighting out with Ferrari and with Perez coming back through the pack and the pace that we ha- had seen with Alfa obviously they didn't have a great race today I think Norris I, I was very surprised to see him beat Ricardo. I thought Ricciardo would walk all over him but I think he did quite well today. But that's my case for him getting an A star, um, or plus. Sorry. What What's your What's your grading of of Norris today?
1: Oh yeah, to be honest, I didn't see him race a lot, this, mm. like during the broadcast. But I've got to be fair. Credits were credits to an A plus for him. P four. He was in. Im- he was quite invisible during the race. But mm. P four is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think it's his start.
0: It was his start, Chris. He he managed. He started behind um, two moments. I shall just get the starting grid once my laptop speeds up. There we go. And um, he started P7 uh, behind Ricardo, behind Gasly, behind Leclerc. And um, so he got free cars in the opening laps, and obviously uh, Gasly obviously had his damage uh, in the end and um, so i i think the reason why he was a bit invisible was almost because he got the business done so early on then almost had a bit yeah. of a dull race after that yeah yeah
1: that's true uh, I'll, I'll give him an a plus absolutely phenomenal race although there's something that i thought that mclaren could actually go into battle with the red bulls and the mercedes yeah they haven't done i mean p4 is absolutely phenomenal for mclaren No taking away from that. I mean, look at where they were like three seasons ago. They were nowhere. Mm. Four seasons ago, even worse. But I would have somewhere hoped that this Constructors title fight would be between like three to four Constructors with maybe even six drivers wanting that title. Um, It was a great performance, but I was hoping somewhere that McLaren would have maybe been on par with the Red Bulls or Mercedeses.
0: Yeah, I think it was a bit of a shame. Um, Especially after qualifying and the practice sessions and testing. I think a lot of people got the impression, you know, McLaren could be like, you know, there or thereabouts and quite comfortably be the third team. I don't think they will be. I don't think they are going to have a comfortable... I think they could still get the third, obviously. But I think it will not be a comfortable ride. I think they've got lots of competition for that place. Um, But the other driver, Chris... Danny Ricciardo in his first race for McLaren ended up P7 in the end Um after starting P6 uh, and got uh the, uh the people he got overtaken by who started behind him were uh, his teammate Norris Perez and uh, and not look like it was it was just Norris and Perez so what did you make of him today Chris Ricciardo his first race uh, for McLaren and he finished 20 seconds behind Norris which he won't want that to be a regular case but it is only his first race
1: No, uh, yeah it's, it's his first race and um, it's always difficult for a new driver and a new team to be uh, on par with the, the guy who's been there for two seasons mm. um, uh, but 20 seconds is quite a bit yeah 20 seconds is quite a bit um, and and Although P7 might not be a re something too bad, because imagine like two years ago P7 would have been like best of the rest. Mm. Uh, but this this time it's different, and there's like P7 is not good enough when your teammate is fourth. Uh, I'm a really big fan of Ricardo, but I would say so maybe a C, C plus, maybe even a B. but
0: let's go with the uh, let's go with the in-between uh, let's go for C plus uh, I think yeah. that's we can't be too harsh because it's his first race but equally you know if he's 20 seconds behind him in Emila, you know he won't be happy that's for sure but um, no, next no. up uh, as as we rattle on uh, we have Aston Martin as we are going off last year's constructors order um, I think there was a lot of hype about Aston before the season uh, Chris and yeah, they're a bit kind of. They're not. They're nothing compared to what they were last year. Let's just say that. And um, and we'll start with uh, Lance Stroll, and um, he came P10 in the end, uh, picking up a point. And um, he. he I, I'm trying to wrap my brain because he was one of those drivers where there was so much going on, and he he's kind of one of these drivers that you don't really, you know, he's not one. Of, he's not like his teammate Vettel where you constantly see where he is um but you know a point is a point good for Aston Martin or is it a bit of a meh kind of race for them um well um last
1: season looking back on last season a point in this race is 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 a bit of a meh meh result for them but um last time they built their own car was 2019
0: um
1: the 2019 car wasn't really too good was it
0: yeah it was it uh it was it, it was carried by Perez to say the least yeah. i think towards the end of 2019 Perez got quite a few top 10 points which made it look better than it was but it was a mere car a little bit like so far this season obviously we've only had one race but yeah. it did look a little bit like that yeah so I, I, I would
1: say that it might be like having the same season as 2019. Mm. I think that's 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 awaiting them. I think it might be.
0: Yeah, it, it, it. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of Vettel fanboys and girls um, going nuts about the team. And I, 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 mean, I did clip this up yesterday. I said in our preview for the bar GP, my bold prediction was that they're going to get knocked out. One of the cars in Q one, and you know, <laughs> and look what look what happened there. So I don't think I think people will be disappointed. Um, I think it's just because the grid's so competitive. But yeah. are we going to go maybe for a bang average kind of C uh, for Stroll maybe? Yeah, yeah. Slap bang, bang average. Slap bang average. Um, Sebastian Vettel, uh, he started last after a penalty, and he finished the race in fifteenth. And probably the biggest moment for him was when he absolutely pummeled into the back of Esteban Ocon (laughs) into turn one. Killed him. (laughs) And then blamed Ocon for moving when he moved himself. I mean, oh god! I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. It was like a typical Vettel, like the last couple of years. It was a typical Vettel moment, Chris.
1: Yeah. Well, I um, as with the season preview, I said that Vettel could be. Someone forced to be reckoned with this season. (laughs) It absolutely hurt me to see that he he was knocked out in q 2 and and last. And he was was 12 by some point in the race. And I I actually said to my dad, like, oh, he's not having too bad of a race, especially with the battle with uh, Alonso. That was an absolutely phenomenal Mm. battle. Yeah, I I totally forgot. That
0: That was good, yeah.
1: Thoroughly enjoyed that. That was like Alonso battle back in the prime yeah Yeah. <laughs> absolutely enjoyed that one so I was like oh yeah was actually having a fun race for himself and I, I, I I've always been a big fan of Fettel, and I really wanted him to do well it's just the same that like 30 laps after like that amazingly great battle with Alonso he decided to absolutely kill Ocon into turn one mm. uh, throwing himself his race away and well making himself look a bit Silly to be honest, I
0: mean, yeah.
1: it might have been better for him to retire after the last season.
0: Oh god, you're going it in it there, it's the it's oh no. It's <laughs> me, but it's,
1: it's so sad to see, like, my, well, the guy that, that I supported for so long, I still support. Mm. Four times world champion, if I'm correct. And dra- seeing him drive around, like, P14, P15. Yeah. Whilst his teammate is, like, fighting for P8. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's. It's, I just want him to do so well. Mm. I want him to do great. So so so. It's it wasn't it wasn't a good showing of Vettel. Let's just say it like that.
0: Yeah, I personally, I was I was saying to my dad when I was watching it today. You know, I personally think, you know, and this is for another podcast, but I think Vettel's been damaged ever since the back end of the 2018 season when he was spinning non-stop and just got battered by um, Hamilton and then there was stuff in 2019 he was terrible last season which I know is going to annoy people so badly hearing that but it's true he was awful last season and you know again another mistake today and it's like when's he gonna stop these kind of things and you know he's he is younger than people like Alonso by quite some way And he's not—he's not old in F1 terms, but we are talking in that sense of retiring because of performances, not because of his age necessarily. It's just—he's just really off the boil. So, um, are we going to go with a D minus maybe? I mean, actually, to be fair, D minus doesn't exist because that's breaking my own rules here. We've just got plus or, or just the the letter. (laughs) So, so maybe D or yeah, we'll go with a D. Um,
1: Uh, He 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 hasn't aged as well as an Alonso
0: or Hamilton oh, yeah.
1: or a Raikkonen even it's such a shame to see because I'm such a big fan of him I well, absolutely that... hurt myself
0: absolutely and that is perfect um, uh, you saying that there Chris because we now move on to your, f- your number one team <laughs> in oh, yeah. Alpine and um, Fernando Alonso he did retire unfortunately for him but I have to admit I was someone who said, he's done. He is a bit too old now. He's passed it. But I... I, Again, it's just one race. But he (laughs) was properly impressive. And I bet you were, like, nostalgia absolutely flowing through you at points. I know it's not battling for the win. (laughs) But still, he was carrying that car today.
1: He... I mean, qualifying yesterday, he carried that car. Um... Ocon going on in Q1 him making it to Q3 mm. absolutely phenomenal um, race today was really solid you could see that he wasn't quite used to having such long races as he was falling back like right around the halfway point could be the car, could be the stint, could be the tyres I think it uh, once he picks up some like uh, ga- race time once he gets really into the groove of it again he'll be even quicker um, absolutely I really enjoyed it it was good wheel to wheel as well. I mean, Vettel, the Vettel battle with signs as well. Absolutely yeah. amazing to watch. It was
0: Absolutely it was really good. Um, I and it's a shame because he did retire because I do think he would have got points. And yeah. um and you know this is a guy with like essentially a metal jaw. At the... <laughs> you know he he's like <laughs> yeah. really you know he he looks like refreshed. It's almost like the years yeah. off have made him you know improved. I mean, he was obviously good before, but it's like in a car that should not have been anywhere near where it was when you see where Ocon was, yeah. he was very good today. He obviously didn't finish the race though though, sorry. Um so we yeah. can't give him something like an A or something like that. But would we maybe say a B plus because of the overall weekend yeah. performance?
1: Yeah, he said a really good first weekend back. Um yeah, B plus.
0: B plus H really well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. B plus for Fernando in his first race back. Español Alcon um a bit of a a little bit like stroll, kind of just you don't even notice they were in the race, to be honest. Um, apart from when he got absolutely pummeled by Vettel, <laughs> I enjoy saying that for some reason. But um and um what what were we going to give this? This is another difficult one. I would borderline say this is a D because <laughs> I think he was just nowhere.
1: Yeah, well. It started off really poorly on the Saturday for him. Yeah. Uh, being out in Q2 while your teammate is qualifying P8, I believe it was, or P9. Yeah. P9, I, befa- I think. Well, he was out in
0: Q1. He was actually out in Q1.
1: Yeah, he was out in Q1. I was absolutely shouting at my telly. <laughs> um, so, now, you, he's been there last season. He knows the car. You can't, you can't get absolutely beaten by your teammate. who has been away from the, from the sport for three years. Yeah and first show up with a performance back. like that you yeah. can't do that maybe it's the car maybe the car is an absolute shitbox this year let's hope it's not um, mm. it could though
0: it um, does look like it's almost in a battle with Aston this season yeah. Chris which is a shame yeah. uh, because Renault you know I mean they they got podiums and again I've I probably said this like three times already it's the first damn race so, yeah. <laughs> and it's a very specific track for specific cars but it is looking like you know, there's a couple of other teams that are ahead of them this season
1: yeah yeah well I, I remember like Bahrain the track like the normal track wasn't their favourite track last year as well um, but I do hope that I do think that they're in this fight with uh, with Aston Martin and the McLaren's been absolutely absolutely flying away from them in the off season uh, maybe even Ferrari as well I do think these guys are looking like they're racing for the points, like this one to two point, every single race with each other. Absolutely. I think that, that's where they are now.
0: Yeah, and um, it'll be... I, f- I think Fernando will be a pa- will be patient this season, because he has said, I did see, he's doing next season as well. So he, I think he'll accept this season. Maybe they're not going to be up there uh, for podiums and things like that. But next season will be the season. And I think... The, after judging off today and yesterday you know Alonso is in the position with the Alpine where if it's a crazy day if it's a wet race or it's a safety car or something that car can get a podium with him at the wheel uh, which yeah. is what he wants so but it, sorry was it? A, are we going for a D <laughs> we're going yeah. we're, we're going we're delving into discussion here but are we going for a D then for Alcon yeah yeah,
1: yeah average
0: a bang average race for Alcon. Um, Ferrari. Um, dare I say it, Ferrari are semi-back, kind of, really, yeah. to a degree. They're not... They're much better than last season, but they're still way off what they used to be, Chris. But yeah. Charles Leclerc, uh, P6 after a fantastic qualifying, getting P4. Um And he was just picked by Perez right at the end, which we didn't even see because there was so much focus on the front. But Leclerc, would we give maybe a B, B plus maybe? Yeah, B B plus. I
1: think. B plus. I think he spoot that car uh, to certain heights that I don't even think Ferrari uh, thought they could be there Mm. this race. I mean, before doing qualifying, is really good looking at where they were last season and basically having almost the same car yeah. last season
0: yeah
1: um, was, was uh, Sainz P8
0: night. yes Sainz was yeah. P8 and he was yeah, 8 seconds off 8 seconds yeah, off B+ Leclerc. Sure. Leclerc. so B plus for Leclerc what we given Sainz he, he had a bit of a, a calm race for his first one apart from when he absolutely rammed um, Stroll at, was <laughs> it turn? 10 Fourteen. I might be wrong on that one, but it's that really tight left hander downhill. <laughs> yeah. He literally just chucked up the inside and then <laughs> mounted the curb, took the bollard with him. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 That was probably yeah. his it was, most of... it was the
1: beginning of stages, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And apart oh, from obviously his freeway fight with Vettel and Alonso, that was probably the only stuff that happened. But yeah. I mean, for his first race, you know, it was all right. Maybe a C plus, maybe.
1: I would maybe, maybe even give him a B. Ooh, I, is a B. Is it, is it, it's only eight <laughs> seconds between and a, him and Leclerc. Yeah. Was it? I mean, eight seconds off of your teammate in the first race for yeah. a new team. C plus or B, one of those two, maybe even a C plus, because it's B8.
0: Let's go for a B. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. It's the first race of the season. Let's be nice to the drivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh uh, well, where am I? I I've totally lost where I was um, oh I was going to say one last thing on science. I did see uh, what well, the Ferrari guys said that it's like having an engineer instead of a driver within the team it's like having an extra engineer having science part of the team which I found very interesting because that could be a reason why Ferrari snapped him up not just because he's a good driver but on this recovery road uh, for Ferrari you know that, that could be useful um Next up, we've got Alpha AlphaTauri, and, um, well, what on earth happened to them today? They had such a fantastic start to the week, with uh, a brilliant qualifying, unfortunately for Yuki Tsunoda, who I think really has set the grid alight, and yeah. caught a lot of people's attention, um, he didn't quite get the good qualifying that his potential, if you like, had, but Gasly got P5, and that was as good as it got, wasn't it, Chris, for Gasly?
1: Yeah, I mean... He, I, I think he was eyeing up to some good points today after mm. yesterday's qualifying.
0: Uh,
1: he's, he, he chucked his front wing. He, he drove into Ricciardo, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a shame. That's his own fault as well. Um, but his race after that was absolutely ruined. Um, his race was ruined, but his weekend, his, his, his Saturday was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal on a Saturday.
0: I'd agree. Um, so, it obviously, it just, it. I think it was his mistake getting that wing yeah. damage because he did kind of just turn in and then clip it. So, it it's a real difficult one because he had amazing quality but a pretty shit race, let's be real. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to maybe be a D or is that a bit yeah, too much? Fair.
1: No, no, I, do, I do think that it, well, Maybe maybe a C to be honest.
0: A C. Are going to ramp it up?
1: Yeah, I I because I think there sh- there was a lot of more potential in it, but the the Saturday was so good mm. that that's the thing holding me back from giving him a D.
0: The albatross oh sorry going, Chris sorry my apologies I was just gonna sorry about um, uh, see this is the thing at the minute because we're just audio um, if, if you could see if we could see our faces we wouldn't be talking <laughs> over each other but um, but I was just gonna say um, oh, I, see this is what happens when I blether on I have totally forgot what I, what I was gonna say <laughs> um what was it yeah oh, yeah um the alpha tauri it it's a good car i think i think it's got the potential to be in the top 5 a few times this season yeah. but yeah. today i think they really missed an opportunity um and they can't afford that much um and the only points they got today chris was um the the new rising star if you like of formula 1 yuki Sonoda, who is i i think's great i don't know what your thoughts on him are but um, and yuki Absolutely. yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely um, and he's got he got those two points today um, after a, obviously an unfortunate qualifying for him he didn't want that Q2 exit and he actually made a bit of a bad start dropping quite a few positions but he recovered with some amazing moves especially the one on Alonso just in his words he launched it <laughs> up the <laughs> inside of Alonso like almost double his age I'm pretty sure and um and yeah well wh- wh- what was your what's your take on Yuki's first race in f1
1: Yuki had a really impressive first race uh, that overtake on Alonso was really special I mean mm. um for him in the first race to have b9 is quite good I mean that's that's better than straw wasn't it Stroll yeah. was tenth wasn't it yeah, Stroll, yeah 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 so yeah, I do think that's an amazing uh, amazing first race result for him. Really really looking forward to what he's got to show this season and beyond because I do think there's a lot of potential in the guy.
0: Absolutely. Um are we gonna give him um, a B maybe? Um yeah, maybe fair. A B, you'll we'll give him a B. Um so yeah. we've only got three teams to go. Um it's Alpha Romeo first, another team that had a bit of a steady kind of day. They didn't actually score any points, which I would you say that's a disappointment for them, Chris, after their pace in um in terms of testing and in the practice sessions and in qualifying, and for them to score zero points, um maybe a little bit disappointing for them.
1: Yeah uh, yeah, disappointing in some way, but for mm. both cars to finish the race in P eleven and P twelve. Yeah. I do think there there were uh, possible worst scenarios for uh, scenarios for them this race um, let's have a look Raikkonen finish just over two seconds behind stroll it's not too bad to yeah honest. it's not too bad yeah that's not too bad um there this this car is gonna score some points somewhere in the season mm. on some tracks I believe Um. It is an improvement from last season, I believe, because last season were they like always like around B15, B16. Yeah. 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 So that that's that's a bit of an improvement, although there were do you, no yeah yeah that's a really good actually that's, that's mm. quite fair, quite decent for them.
0: Would we give them a hand f- uh, two Cs for each driver? They finished about six seconds apart from in 11th and 12th, and it was a bit of an but you know it was kind of actually looking at the order in the end it's probably the best that they could do realistically. So maybe just a pair of C's for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pair, pair of C's, C's
0: is fair. Pair of C's. Um two to go. We'll start with Hass. Now this one will be Ooh. fun. Oofed Um <laughs> Pinch of Salt with this because uh they uh, I'd be very surprised if they get any points this season. Um and it was Mick Schumacher first up, who f- finished last, um, a lap down, uh, and just wasn't really in the race. But I guess it's just down to the car, really, Chris, isn't it? It's like we can't really judge him much, because he can't do anything with the equipment.
1: No, yeah, well, Schumacher has shown in, like, equal equip- equipment that he isn't he isn't a stupid driver. Mm. He's, he's no nobody. Um, he's quite a decent driver, um, he's finished his first race, which his teammate can't say, (laughs) um, uh, well, yeah, at least finishing your debut race is is in maybe even the worst car on the grid, that's quite fair for him, um, I think he'll maybe speed up this season, maybe even, like, having one of those qualifyings where he could actually qualify higher than Latifi or anything, um, it's just very important for him to at least get those laps and finish the first race and yeah. go on go on with the rest of the season race by race
0: yeah so I mean we'd be maybe just give him a D plus because it's like we can't expect much of him and you know it's it's you know I think he'll be a driver yeah. that if he does get a point it's going to be an A plus or something oh you know yeah
1: I mean? definitely
0: <laughs> so yeah. we'll just go for a bang average one there right M- Nikita Mazepin Lasted two corners, and I mean, I even heard my dad who say, and he's not been clued up with much about Nikita Masbin. He called him an idiot as soon as he saw he had <laughs> binned it in the wall because it's his first damn race and he's already put it in the barriers after spinning it multiple times in qualifying. I'm giving him an F, Chris. <laughs> I think it's a Z. shocker. Yeah, a Z. Let's go for it. The first
1: absolutely Z. Woeful. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I remember him joining <laughs> the F2 grid uh, back in what was it 2019 that he joined F2 wasn't
0: it yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I,
1: and I was talking to some other people who didn't know him and I just I heard the story that his dad was really rich and had he gone into F2 by a bit of luck and I thought like, he's never gonna be able to race in F2 he's a paid driver mm. he's like he's like the same as what's this guy that, 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 that well there's that like so many drivers in F2 that they're just basically paid drivers. He's actually got himself into F1. That's a bit weird. It's really weird. Um, for him to spin twice during qualifying is very impressive. Uh, to last two corners is even more impressive. I mean, he's had two tank slappers mm. in the span of two corners. That's that's absolutely phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Um, I it's just. Like I, I had a feeling he was going to be bad, but like you know, maybe he would just be slow compared to Schumacher. Mm-hmm. I think he would just be a couple of seconds slower, type thing. But Jesus Christ! I mean, Matt times he's spun in quality, and to yeah. bin it like that, and and it was such an amateur kind of bin as well. Uh, the way yeah, he crashed, was because it was he just got the curb, yeah, it? just got way too heavy on the throttle. It's like mm. freaking hell, man! You're in F one, you you you've completed two corners what are you doing yeah. you know um, it's, it's a
1: track that he's driven on quite a lot this exactly. season as well I mean now yeah I mean if he was likeable
0: yeah. I- if
1: he was a likeable person you might even say like oh well he's just it's just unlucky and de- this and that and such and so but he's got into F1 by his dad buying up almost buying up the team driving with a Russian flag on the car on an on American an um, American car Mm. And to make an entrance as spectacular as that, in the most idiotic way of the sentence, mm. just it's a really it's it's a it's a shame to F one, it's a shame to F
0: one. This is the thing, Chris. And even if you take away those extra layers of how much of a prick he is, pretty much, um, you know, it, it's just terrible. You know, even if yeah. there was a nice, even if Schumacher did that. You know, today and yesterday, I would be, you know, saying that's pretty bloody awful because it's like, you know, to not even complete a lap in your first ever F1 race. You know, how many other drivers do you see that? Their first ever race and they do something like that on their own and also have a shocking qualifying and he was spinning in practice as well. So, yeah, I actually think it couldn't get as bad as that for Mazapin unless, you know, it binned it about in every other session. (laughs) But, you know, if there is any Mazapin fans, they'll be saying, Oh, you know, you guys being been a bit harsher than him. But it's just the fucking truth. It's like, it was awful. Um, but, anyways, we'll move on from that. I shall calm back down. And uh, we will go to Williams, who had a, a calm race today. But George Russell, um, he was the only one who finished. Latifi DNF'd. In the end, didn't quite make it to the end. Um, but starting with Russell he didn't come last for once um, as in like you know outside of Williams and uh, finished ahead of Vettel and uh, mm-hmm. Schumacher so I mean hard to tell if that's a good result or not but compared to other things it's probably not too bad
1: I think I think Russell can be happy with his race I mean he was involved in quite some battles he was, he, he mm. was even up into like P10 at some yeah. point just just not nothing with like the stops or strategy as he wasn't he hadn't pit uh, and the rest did was yeah. just on the same strategy p10 he eventually dropped to p14 but i think he can be quite happy with his race and well this just just shows the progress that uh, williams have made i yeah. mean last season he wouldn't have he wouldn't be able to finish p14 he yeah. did this race though um i think he can be quite happy with today
0: absolutely Um so we've been maybe give him a C just yeah. another kind of job I do done I think that he will
1: score some points this season as well
0: mm. I, I mean like the like... sorry go mm, on Chris yeah, go on go on, Is go on. Your th- <laughs> no it's your turn to go on mate <laughs>
1: no, I do think that once like the likes of Stroh or uh, Raikkonen and Giovinazzi have a bad race or just DNF mm. I think he might just be able to score some points
0: yeah, I'm I'm far more confident that Williams will score points this season than the Haas yeah. by yeah. many, many levels. And I like the philosophy they've gone for. They've gone for this thing of, like, mainly the car will be slow, but on its day, in the perfect conditions, on the right track, they will score points. You know, the car will be that good uh, because it's just been made to be very dependent on the conditions. So I think mean, that's a great philosophy to have, considering they've scored very little points in the last couple of seasons. Um, so, yeah, um, a bang... Well, on on paper, a bang average race for Russell, but he couldn't do much more uh, in terms of today's race. Latifi, last but by, men, by no means least, uh, didn't finish the race, like I've said. Um, he got in a few scraps today, though, uh, Chris. I think, was it with Vettel at one point? He I believe was... it was, yeah. That yeah. He yeah
1: turned one, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: So, would we maybe give him... Maybe a D plus because he didn't finish the end of the race for whatever reason. I totally missed it because of the stuff again that was happening at the front, but because he didn't finish the race, maybe not quite Russell, but still okay.
1: Yeah, I think he did. It. He did. He did what he could today. I mean, nothing spectacular, but Patifi isn't a spectacular driver, though, is he? Yeah, I mean, do
0: what driver. he
1: should do. Yeah. That's
0: well and that is that we have reached the end Chris of our rankings and i think we have pretty much covered every corner of the uh, the bar and grand prix it, i it, personally i hope you know if if that's what the season is going to be like with battles throughout the field and a good fight at the front you know i'd take that for this season uh, over 23 races if we have something like that every race that'll do for me um, and i think it was refreshing uh, to have other cars fighting the Mercedes at the front what was your take on today overall
1: I hope that today was an amazing was like the preview of what's to come this year um I do hope that we really get lots of more races with a battle for first like an actual battle for first Mm. um I really hope yeah I do hope that maybe McLaren will mix will get into the mix eventually on maybe one to two tracks Mm. that would be fun uh it's just really refreshing to see that uh, Verstappen is actually able to take on the boat uh, Mercedes, it's really nice
0: yeah I I totally agree with everything you've just said there uh, Chris, and uh, and that is that for the Bahrain review show on the uh, TFR podcast and uh, we will be back next in, well in three weeks time unbelievably we've waited so long for the first race and now we've got to wait for so long for the next one um, but we will have other podcasts in between um maybe it's the perfect time almost for to do some classic podcasts uh, to keep you in the f1 mood but um if you've enjoyed this podcast today make sure you follow us on spotify and um, share it around with your friends and family whoever you want just share it as much as you want <laughs> and um and also like and subscribe on youtube and if you're on apple podcasts or google podcasts all of the other stuff we are available on there as well and um and yeah that's a wrap thanks for being on the pod today chris um it's been a while but it, it's been good
1: yeah yeah it's been really fun, <laughs>
0: really fun absolutely and uh and we will see you all in three weeks time for the uh after, i don't know what the race is called but it'll yeah, be man. the yeah it, i know it's similar but you know like how they have the funny race names when there's like two yeah,
1: grand premio de... no, something we'll
0: it? go with that i won't try saying that yeah. again um, <laughs> and on that note uh, we'll call it a day at that So this last little piece here for audio listeners, because you won't be able to see this on YouTube, uh, but on Spotify and things like that. This is this is a little funny outtake from uh, earlier on when we first started recording this episode, and it unfortunately didn't quite go to plan because of a certain issue on our uh, on our software. But enjoy. Fascinating strategic battle, and then a, a real cat and mouse chase at the end. Uh, we're gonna go straight into it. I'm joined by Chris once again today, and Chris, um, a fantastic way to start the season.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been a decent start to the season. Um, I really enjoyed last uh, last race, this race. Um, absolute thriller at the end.
0: Oh, sorry, Chris. I oh, fucking oh. had it on the home screen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I done it again. <laughs> it's a jinx. I swear with you. I did. I hadn't <laughs> done it on any of the other ones, and I have done it again. God, I'm glad I realised there. Instead of actually, like, <laughs> we could have gone like, have another in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my days! Right, I'll do that again. Oh dear. Yeah. No.